Welcome to 30 Minutes to Wealth, the show that teaches you how to build wealth through real estate. Our company, ProFunds Mortgages, has assisted real estate investors in achieving wealth for over two decades. Over the next 30 minutes, we're going to share some of our key strategies in real estate with you. Right here on 30 Minutes to Wealth. We're here with our guests today, Hussein and Paul. Guys, thanks so much for joining us. Thanks for having us. We're honored. Yeah, it's great. So we're here today to discuss independent legal advice. So both of you are lawyers at Simpson Weigel Law and you specialize in corporate, commercial and real estate law. Tell us a little bit about yourselves and your background. I'll start. Um, I actually wasn't born in Canada. I came to Canada as a refugee. My whole family did. And I was the first in my family to go to university and I got an undergraduate degree, a master's degree, then I went to law school. Wow. And I was lucky enough to article at Simpson Weigel. Articling's uh, like an internship that you have to do for one year after you graduate from law school. And I, I did my articling at Simpson Weigel, got hired yeah. back and became a partner uh, several years ago. So that's my wow, that's story a in a brief. <laughs> great achievement. And how about you, Paul? So I was born in Toronto. Um, Law is actually a second career for me. I started off in the manufacturing industry, uh, but went back to school to become a lawyer and do this for a living. And uh, I articled with Simpson Weigel and they were kind enough to hire me back afterwards. And now I practice corporate commercial law with Hussein. Yeah, you guys do a great job. Thank you. You represent a lot of our investors and their clients and and, uh, mortgage investments. Right. And what we really want to talk about today is uh, several things. I mean, we could talk for hours, but the key thing that people always ask us, you know, what is our security and what's the worst case scenario? What's the risk? And what happens if there's a default? And so many people ask that. And then so many people are afraid to talk about it. But there's nothing people need to know if they're investing, Mm. you know, the good, the bad and the ugly. And, you know, you're earning anywhere between 12 to 16 percent on your money. You know, there has to be some risk associated. However, being the vehicle that mortgage lending is, you have tangible security, bricks and mortar. Um, I think it's one of the most secure investments out there. Um, and yeah. so we just want to go through some yeah. of those topics sure. and, and let our viewers understand how it all works. Yeah, I, I tend to agree with you, Carmen, in terms of uh, the security is relatively solid. I mean, depending on uh, what security, again, we can talk about the different types of security and, and why it's beneficial uh, for an investment like this. So mm-hmm. for an investor kind of just tuning in, that's maybe not as familiar. Let's start off with, first of all, like what is a private mortgage? Right. And then we can dig in a little bit further of how that security works. Right. Oh, sure. So simply put, private mortgage is simply a registration or something we call it a charge against uh, another person's property. Um, and it's private in that it's not a chartered bank that's doing it or a credit union. It's it's private a individuals. Of private individuals, a bunch of people getting together. So a syndicated mortgage, because we might talk about that, is when a group of us, so they say the four of us, decide to all put in some amount of money each, and we register one mortgage, and we're all tied for first right. in that. So we're as syndicate means we're doing it together. And, and it's essentially what the banks are doing. They're lending their money and registering the money on somebody's property. So rather than it being a bank, it's us privately. And it could be one person, which is an individual mortgage, or it could be 
the four of us or it could be a hundred of us. And we're lending our money on a property and then the process is this and we we should talk about the process when the deal comes into pro funds. We go through the due diligence and make sure that it's a viable deal to the best Mm -hmm. of our ability. And then what happens is we draft all the paperwork and then we send our clients over to your law firm and they all need independent legal advice. Right. Which, what is that exactly? So what what it means is, so when Paul and I um, are acting for, let's say for in our example, there's five people or let me make it more fun. Let's make it the 50 investors, <laughs> right? There's 50 investors. More fun for you, for yeah. sure, right? <laughs> okay. Sometimes it's more fun. Sometimes it's a nightmare. <laughs> realize, there's 50 investors. Our job is now we are the lawyers for those 50 investors. That's right. And we are looking out for our clients, those 50 people, best interest. We're not the lawyers. We're not even connected with the borrower. The borrower has his own or her own lawyer. Um, these 50 people become our clients. And you're not acting on pro-funds interests. You're acting just for the lender. That's right. Our job is to look out for the interest of those 50 investors. In our example, 50 investors. Now, looking out for the interest, um, a lot of people ask to have your advice on the investment vehicle itself. Now, independent legal advice is not asking for investment advice. It's actually you are representing them on the registration of this mortgage charge and making sure that the terms and the conditions in the contract are met, right? That That's right. And, and, and so Paul can help me if I'm missing anything, but we get you know, what we call the mortgage commitment, which is actually the agreement between the us. The contract, right? The contract, the loan agreement. Yes. And there's the loan agreement. I get the loan agreement. We, sorry, we get the loan agreement and we will look through it mm-hmm. and say, what was agreed to between the lenders and the borrowers? What's security? So for example, there could be a, a whole host of different securities you can get. You can get a charge against the property. That's almost always there. Right. But you can get more. You can get personal guarantees. Uh, you could get a general security agreement. You could get an assignment of life insurance proceeds. There's different securities that might be there depending on the actual the deal itself. The deal right. itself. Right. Our job and what we get paid the big bucks to do is to ensure that the security that our 50 clients thought they were getting is in fact what, what it they're is. getting. Yeah. So if it's a first place mortgage, that means that there could be no other mortgage ahead of us. It means there can't be any taxes outstanding because taxes rank and that's higher. Property taxes. Property right? taxes. You're right. Uh, because property taxes rank higher than a mortgage. Our job is to make sure we do our due diligence on that borrower to see just that there's any dirt underneath the fingernails. We've got to be able to discover it. Love that. Yeah, <laughs> that's great. And that's why we have your company represent our investors to make sure they're, you know, in a good place. Yeah. Right. And, um, so, so you check that, you check now what things could go wrong. Um, when you're checking title, I know so many, and why I'm asking this is because so many times we're registering a mortgage or we want to move forward on a mortgage and everyone's in a rush. We got to close, we got to close. So because we're looking out for the investors as a syndicate, we want to make sure that- Or an individual. Or as an individual, we want to make sure that the mortgage that they're investing in, that that property's title is clean. Right. And if it's not clean, we need to know why it's not clean. Yes. And before we will let our investors advance any money, we need to be satisfied that their mortgage is going onto a good property. Right. So a common cause of delay is if there's something registered on title that we're not sure about, 
or maybe even if it's an, an older instrument that um, isn't effective anymore, but we're just really not comfortable with it on there. Right. Everything stops. Instrument means another mortgage, perhaps, that was never discharged. Exactly. And mm-hmm. even though it was paid Some out. type of encumbrance. Maybe right. there's a lien. Mm-hmm. Right. I think Paul raises a good point. I think it's very important for your listeners, your viewers, to, to know this. Because our job is to ensure that the the security is in place. Mm-hmm. Uh, more often than not, we slow down the process. Mm-hmm. Uh, we want to make sure that if there's any, like I said, dirt underneath fingernails, well, that borrower better clean that before a penny of our money or our client's money goes over. Mm-hmm. And if that means the deal gets delayed two or three weeks or four weeks, so be it. I'd rather that yes. and have yeah. the comfort in knowing that's being looked after and knowing that my investment is what it is supposed to be. Than rushing into yeah. closing. We have people you know. calling all the time. Like, so in mortgage lending, people can't, if there's a, a date, it's not like buying a stock or selling a stock, right? It is. Right. There's a different process here and there's many different And they're complex variables. transactions. You're dealing with multiple different parties, mm-hmm. right? You're coordinating with the borrower and their lawyer and all the other parties that have, um, you know, that are stakeholders in this transaction. So sometimes right. it's not necessarily, you know, just based on your team. It's waiting for other materials to come. You're absolutely well, right, right, Jordan. So it, let's say, for example, we do find some things that think that we believe need to be clean, cleaned up. We will send a letter over to the borrower's lawyer and say, clean up A, B, C, and D. Mm-hmm. Well, at that point, we lose control of how long that lawyer takes to clean up A, B, and C, and D. And what we say is, you're not getting a penny until A, B, C, and D are cleaned up. Mm-hmm. Now, that may take a week. That may take, that may take a month, right? Yeah. Depending on how bad A, B, C, and D are. And, and I know, our, and I speak to the investors all the time, and, and they all agree with me. It's better to wait until we get this cleaned up than to rush because we can close a deal tomorrow. Yeah. It just won't be the security you thought you were getting. Yeah. The the closing date, which means the date that we close on the deal and where interest starts to earn, is not always the same date that's written in the in the agreement. Yeah. And and to have patience there and know that it's just for your best interest. It's not because we're mm-hmm. trying to be, you know, inefficient. It's, exactly. it's because we have so many things happening. There's many variables. So, yeah, that's good. I, I just, I'd like people to know that because that's such an important part. And also with the, with the payout, you know, in 20 years of doing this and working in private money too, I haven't seen many deals that either closed right on the right day or actually paid out on maturity. Yeah, you're, you're right. I think again, um, so for an example, just so your viewers know, if we have a mortgage and it says for 12 months, that's one year. So it's from April 1st uh, to April 1st, the following year. Sometimes it doesn't, often it doesn't close on April 1st. And there's a number of reasons why that, because that borrower needs to find new money to pay us out, right? Right. And that borrower may be going through with another lawyer and and that other lawyer for the new lender saying, I want A, B, and C or whatever it is. Yeah. So, so there are these delays, you know, down the chain. Yeah, and it's not all up to us, right? We have so many other people we rely on, even appraisals or institutions. Institutions and their lawyers, they take forever to get yeah. things done. So, But sometimes even these deals could be paid out early, too, that's right? A, if, that's they, if they do. So it's not necessarily... It's not always delayed. Yeah. It's not always early, but it's rarely that it's on April 1st. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so. But in any case, you're always paid interest up until the day that you're paid back, correct? That's right. So in, 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 in typically, if it's from April 1st to April 1st, well, let's say it doesn't close April 1st. Let's say it closes May 1st, a whole month later. The investors would get, instead of 12 months worth of interest, they'd get 13 months worth of interest. So it doesn't cost 
our investors any money and in the sense of that, that they still collect the interest and then they get their principal uh, just right. a bit later. So that that investment, so let's say for example, it's a 12 in, 12% interest rate investment, that 12% interest rate continues. So now that we've kind of gone into this a little bit, let's talk about the benefits. You know, why should someone invest in a mortgage? For me, it's because the security that you get is relatively solid. Mm-hmm. Um, and so what is the security? Well, I, I said earlier, you get a charge against that land. So a person owns this piece of property here, they put a registration against it. Now they cannot refinance that property, they cannot sell that property, they can't do anything with that property without first going through you. Mm -hmm. So you could walk away and that registration stays on that property. And if you have other security that goes with it, like a guarantee or anything, there's a number, a bundle of rights that you have uh, that allows you some peace of mind against that. And, and real estate, thankfully, in Canada, for the most part, has uh, been going up in value. Mm-hmm. And so even though you register today, chances are that property is going to go higher in value. Your mortgage stays the same amount, but that property goes up in value. So mm-hmm. it's, and, it's really solid. And, and with the mortgage investment, it's an interest-only payment. It's very simple. Um, you're paid monthly. Yeah, so um, it's really nice from a cash flow standpoint. If people, you know, want to earn some additional income, this is a great investment vehicle that caters to that. Well, not just that. One of the things that we often do is uh, we will collect that interest up front. Mm-hmm. So let's say I'm that's the best. Yeah. It's a million dollar mortgage, a hundred thousand of it's a 10% return. A hundred thousand of it is interest. Well, we will carve off that hundred thousand dollars to hold in trust. And so, you know, you're going to get your interest payments because clarity. it's already been taken. And, and not all deals are like that though. So more, some mortgages have an interest reserve mm-hmm. and some don't, but I would say for the larger ones, we usually request an interest reserve yeah. and that's just a, additional security. Yeah. And then on top of it, an additional return, because you're actually really only putting out 90,000, not a hundred. Yeah. So you're actually getting interest on your interest. That's right. And in, in some circumstances you're getting it on day one. Yeah. As opposed to over the course of a over over a year, for example. And there's also fees that are included, and that doesn't mean a fee to the lender. It means that they actually collect a bonus, like a fee to them. Right. Right? So that's another benefit, a lender fee. So it is a beautiful vehicle. So once once an individual decides to commit, they find an investment, they, you know, they review all the materials, they feel comfortable with it. Um, you know, they sign their mortgage commitment documents and now they're passed off to the lawyers, which we all know you do your due diligence. What happens next? What does it, what should an investor expect through this process? Right. So while we're doing our due diligence, kind of alongside all of that, um, that's where we are communicating with the investors. So we will reach out. We'll say, hi, hello, how are you? This is us. And we'll send a package of documents to the investor. Uh, between three and say seven documents that they have to sign. Now, these are legal documents. They're different than the mortgage commitment that the investor would sign mm-hmm. with pro funds. In this case, we're talking about legal specific documents. So we'll collect all those documents. Now, do you have to meet with the, the investors, the lenders directly? How does that work? What are their? Yeah. So thankfully we don't have to meet with everyone because some of these syndicates can be quite large and we have investors from all over Canada where right. it wouldn't be practical to meet in person. Right. Uh, but we do need to know who the investors are, you know, just so we, because we are handling trust funds. So what can happen is if you're not near beautiful Hamilton, Ontario, mm-hmm. and what you can do is meet with a local notary or another lawyer and they can attest your identification. 
Right. And that takes minutes, right? It takes minutes. They hold up your ID to your face and they say, yes, that looks a lot like you. They sign a form and they send the photocopy to us. Um, So now that they've signed all the documents back, then you register the mortgage on title. Yeah. So we're collecting funds during this time as well. Uh, for cash investors. And if investors are investing through uh, a registered fund. Because that's eligible as well. You can use registered funds, right? So RSPs and so on. If it's through a registered fund, uh, there will be special forms we ask the investors to fill out because before they release the investor money, they want to be satisfied right. that it's going to the right place. That's right. right. They have their own conditions. Right. At the end of the day, we've got a big pile of documents yeah. and we end up with a big pile of money in our trust account. Mm-hmm. Now that money's got to go somewhere. So once we're satisfied with their due diligence, and we've done our searches, and we're comfortable saying that the investors are getting all the security that they're expecting. Only at that point will we register the security, make sure that's in place, and then we will advance the funds to the borrower. The lion's share of the funds go to the borrower. Sometimes we'll have to fund, send funds to other places to satisfy security. So for example, if there's another mortgage on title, we might take a portion of that mortgage proceeds, if this was part of the security that was negotiated, and send that money to pay off the existing mortgage because we want to make sure that existing mortgage we is paid out. There. Yes. And, you're and any register. property taxes or mm-hmm. any liens, all of that would be covered. Everything's paid off. Mm-hmm. The red mortgage is registered. And then the clock starts ticking for people to start receiving their interest. Exactly. Now, for you guys to provide this service, do the investors have to um, pay? Yeah, pay for this, or how does that work? Uh, this is the, the best part of of this is that the borrower pays our legal fees. So, in that example, where there's 50 investors going, mm-hmm. none of the 50 pay our legal fees. We take it from the funds. Uh, that are to give into the borrower. So essentially the borrower pays our the legal borrower fees. Pays so there, there are no costs for an investor to invest um, in a mortgage, all of those fees. There's no legal cost to us. Yeah. Yeah. Right, and and how do we make money? Everyone asks that too. Well, mm-hmm. the borrower pays our, our broker fees. That's right. So they'll pay the broker fees, they'll pay the lender fees, they'll pay the legal fees. That's right. For the investor, it's it's if they're, if they're investing, say, $50,000, their full $50,000 is being calculated for interest purposes as if they give the full 50, even though some of that 50, I might keep a little bit of it behind or some of it might goes to broker fees. And what Paul was saying at the end is, uh, is if we see that the borrower has another mortgage out there and that mortgage needs to be paid out, we will take from that money and we will pay that mortgage out. Yeah. So the big question, mm-hmm. risk, what happens if, right? That's the question. Yeah. Tell us, first of all, what you do. How does the process work? Sure. So someone missed a payment. So, yeah. So let, let, let's say in that example, it's April 1st to April 1st. Now, the April 1st, 2018 comes along and the borrower just doesn't have enough to pay, doesn't have enough to pay the principal out. At that point, um, Valor Mortgages will, will talk to Simpson Weigel and say, what do we do? And our options are we could either one, give the borrower more time. Maybe the borrower needs another 45 days mm-hmm. to, to put their books in order and to refinance. And so that's option number one, give them more time. Um, option number two is we could refinance that. I'm going to back up just a sure. minute. So you give them more time, but they still have to pay interest payments. So they're covering the mortgage. You're right. And many times 
it's better to work with the situation than start legal. So many people right away, oh, let's start. No, you know, maybe there's a way to fix the situation so it helps the borrower and the lenders, everyone together work together. Absolutely, right. yes. And, and, and so the, the third thing we could do is what's called power of sale. And that's where the, the legal heavy arm comes in. And that's just a fancy way of saying that we could, after doing the proper paperwork and waiting the number of days, we could actually sell that property out in the market, mm -hmm. take from the proceeds, pay what's needed to be paid out to our clients, and then give whatever balance back to to that borrower. But I, but I will say, uh, now Paul and I are corporate lawyers and we're real estate lawyers, we're not litigators, but I would still say to every single investor, it is better to work with that borrower. Mm -hmm. Give them a certain amount of time. Number one, your interest still accrues. Yeah. Right. And number two, it will be cheaper, quicker, faster just by extending a little bit of time for that person to refinance. Right. And that power of sale is issued. It's served to the borrowers. I think it's 30, 30 to 36 days to pay it off. Right. Or either make an arrangement. That's right. If it's not, then we have the right here in Ontario specifically to sell the property. That's right. right. So we put on the market, it has to be a third party. It has to be completely arm's length. You have to have appraisals done so that you, you know, you know that you're not trying to pick up a property at a great deal. And then you and sell. And I think the really important thing when we're looking at the security of these is to making sure that these properties aren't over leveraged with debt, right? That's the other thing. So when we go and we sell these properties, we know we have enough equity in place as a buffer there to protect the investors so that there's enough to pay everybody. Yet. You mean on day one before you even... Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. you're going to look at what we call the loan... Loan to value. Well, that's value. the beauty of private lending because you actually have... It's not like a stock if it plummets and it's history. Yeah. 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 This uh, way we have recourse. Absolutely. Do you we're almost out of time. <laughs> I can't believe how fast time goes. Fast. We need more time. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Well, thank you so much uh, for coming and explaining how this works because it's such a common question. And I think this way here we can reach everyone. They can understand now how that process works. Yeah. So if you're interested in, you know, getting started with mortgage investing, learning more about how the security works, you can feel free to contact us at profunds.ca for further information. 30 minutes are up, go create wealth. Any and all of the opinions expressed by guests on this program were theirs alone and did not necessarily reflect those of the network, the producers, or the host. Please consult a professional advisor before making any investment decisions.